here we are, Winter Clash 2020. Yeah. Make some noise. <laughs> and I fucked that up. <laughs> we'll keep it going, though. We'll keep it going, though. Well, everyone, thank you. We got a full house up. here tonight. Yeah, this is insane. We got to take of some people. sort of picture. It's I got to take some sort of picture for this. But thank yeah. you, everyone, for coming out. We have a very, very special guest this evening. Incredibly special guest. This man needs no introduction. None other than Rob G. One more time. <laughs> now I got it. Okay. Got to let people know what's going on right now. All the people at home who need to get on the live stream, all the people on Instagram and stuff like that. Everyone's got to know. So now they know. <laughs> all right, Rob. You are fresh. I'm f I'm You're fresh to Winter Clash right now. Ultra fresh right now. Right off the plane. We just got you at the door like a half yeah. hour ago. Thank you. How does it feel to be back? Oh, or back? When was the last time we ever had a Winter Clash? Uh, three years ago, I think. Oh, that's not that the bad. last time, yeah. That's not that bad. Yeah. All right. So you had quite the journey the past, you know, year and a half? Yeah. Two years, yeah. something like that? Year and a half. What it's was the date on that? So... I happened to find myself in a pretty miraculous situation where I received a bullet to the front of my skull. <laughs> and I've just been riding that journey out and it still continues to ride out to this very second as I'm talking to you. <laughs> so you've been dealing with a lot. Wow, we just jumped right into it. I know, I just it. jumped right into it. <laughs> Holy right moly. Into it. <laughs> um, but what, what better way to come out to it than that? <laughs> um, so do you want to like I how do you, you want to yeah, start the story, the tale? Um, so I had been helping to facilitate at a retreat center in the jungle in Peru and uh, for people to come that um, are just dealing with issues that we all deal with in life. Um, some issues are more challenging than others and sometimes we just don't know how to handle situations. So people come to this retreat center and I help facilitate in uh, alleviating some of those problems. So I was living in the jungle for about nine months at this specific center and uh, it got to a point where it was really intense and I needed to uh, change that and do something else. But what I wanted to do was spend time by myself for a month. So I went to a different place um, to spend time alone for a month and they're just so it's happy. It's like a silent retreat center, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like a, basically a retreat center that I could just have my own basically living space and just spend time the complete opposite of this. Being <laughs> the complete opposite. Being with myself 100% and being with whatever wants to arise um, in that time. So that was the plan. <laughs> um, and then I somehow found myself in a situation where there was another man there and I don't remember actually uh, how it happened and what led to it, and I, I have like zero memory of what led into it, but apparently I got into an altercation with this man, and this man happened to have a gun. <laughs> and uh, yeah, 
and then I got shot. What was the, like, what memory do you have? What's the latest memory you have of that day? Uh, uh, wow. Well, just to be completely real with you guys, laying on the floor. <laughs> so you remember afterwards? Yeah, just a, m a moment. I've had kind of like a PTSD reliving experience uh -huh. of that, um, laying on the floor and, you know, having a bullet in my head and blood coming out. Uh -huh. But that's pretty much like one of the only memories I... I have. <laughs> so how do you know the yeah, actual I, I, story? I remember you told me about that. Um, well, what so what's interesting is there was a woman who owned the place. Mm -hmm. And so I only have to go on what she shared and that mm -hmm. she shared that there was an altercation between me and him. But sh it wasn't very clear, actually, um, the kind of story surrounding it. Mm -hmm. um, because you're yeah. in this place where everyone has their own space, yeah. right? And like it's yeah. not too much of a community vibe, so everyone's just on there. Yeah, there was only there weren't so many right? people actually there. Um, yeah, if you were so isolated like that, how are there so like other people? Well, this place is set up for other people to also do the same thing mm -hmm. that I was doing, but be separate. And then you just managed to somehow meet each other. Yeah. Well, there was, like, meeting areas where there's, like, food mm -hmm. and stuff. Because um, you were telling me you were in, like, isolation pretty much for almost the whole entire day for a month straight? Is that what you said? Uh, no, the, the plan was to be there a month straight, but only, like, a week had gone by. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So after one week, that happens. Yeah. That happens, and then... And isn't this, like, a place... I remember you telling me, I don't mean to dig, but, like, you said it's really hard to get to. Oh, yeah. You have to, like, do Yeah, this really hard to get to. Like, yeah. To, yeah. You have to take a boat to a small town, to a motorcycle thing, to a path, to a freaking jungle. Like, very super isolated. So I, ha I have no idea how the heck they were able to even get me out of there. You don't know, like, the details exactly no. of, of all that stuff. No. And then when did you, like, come to again? When did you remember so stuff again? I started to remember things when I was in the hospital in California. And I'll share this with you guys because it's really a funny story, actually. I was, I was laying back, and I had a nurse here. And the nurse <laughs> looked at me, and she says, Robert, do you know why you're here? <laughs> and I said, no. And she goes, you got shot in the head. <laughs> and I was like, what the? <laughs> You're like, stop playing. What, what yeah, really yeah, happened, yeah. you know? Like, did I, like, and at the time, I didn't have a bandage on my head, and I was able to go to the bathroom, and I looked in the mirror, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, how are you supposed to, how do you, like, fathom that, what just happened? Wow. Who gets shot in the head uh, and, like, lives oh for it, you know? So, yeah, that, I found that out. And there were many friends coming to see me mm -hmm. um, that were there. Like Ariel Saroon came. Yeah. Chris Farmer. Um, Joey G. Lonnie, Joey G, mm -hmm. Trudy. Uh, that's when I kind of started to come to. Mm -hmm. um, also, at this time, I was learning how to feed myself. I had to learn how to feed myself again. Half of my face wasn't working properly. So, like, when I'd smile, only, like, half my face mm. was, like, smiling. Yeah. But, um, but you're fully functional in the face area now. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda. I think so. Yeah. I can't, okay, I can't, I can't see normal. myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks normal. Um, 
so yeah, then it was just uh, physical therapy and learning how to walk again and talk properly. And you weren't able to speak that well. Uh, no, like I was kind of fumbling on my words. Okay. Yeah. But you were still like, like you knew what was going on. You were conscious about everything. Yeah. And then, when did you find out? Like, at what part of that did you find out about the GoFundMe? And what was your reaction to that? Um, Do we have the total number on that? Um, we should have got that number before we did this. No, nah, I don't know. So it was I a lot. It was over like over 100 grand on I the GoFundMe. I begin to... F- I, it was kind of hard to actually feel a certain way about things like that because I was, like, hearing it, but I wasn't... There, I wasn't you, fully yeah. back yet. It's totally. kind of, it's very hard to explain. Now, when you have like a, even I've had like a small brain injury, mm. and you just like the comprehension is like different. I can't imagine. Yeah, to it's y- like you're, had. it's like you're there, but you're not fully. You absorb it, but you can't react to in it in your body of. yet. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But then, like, um, what? I mean, I was, I was. Was it just as shocking as like? finding out that you had got shot in the head um no actually one of the most amazing and beautiful things about that time period was i could actually literally feel the love coming from everyone like it was really i i could feel it like carrying me through the experience like it's it's Is hard. Support? It's hard. Yeah, everyone's support, everyone's love, everyone's wishes, everyone's prayers. Like, I'd never felt like I'm a believer in prayer, but I had actually never felt it that tangibly. Like I could feel it in my body, and I can feel it really taking me through the experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that helped you a lot. That's really cool. Man. That that yeah. actually yeah. that took. That carried me the entire way. That's so really thank you, all of you. <laughs> I love all you guys so much. <laughs> like, really. Uh, yeah. I love how that showed how much the blading community supports each other. Mm-hmm. It was an unfortunate situation, obviously. Yeah, the whole everyone was completely like rocked and moved by it and what yeah. I, I mean not i mean not mo- i mean they were completely rocked by it and everyone was just in shock for a while should have been there for it it was amazing to see but <laughs> first of all i just want to say thank you for like sharing all that because i know that's really heavy to share and to like go back on and especially in front of so many people b- because this is just that's so i just want to say thanks for that mm-hmm. but let's just for a second because it's pretty heavy to take a step off and talk about how you got your transition like uh, back into like you know your motor functions and skating okay. even then and how that is because I've seen that skating has been a big help to your like uh, coming back and yes. recovery right yes so at first um, I was having a hard time with skating um, like hard because I have a I mean the shitty thing is I have a memory of what I should feel like on skates and how good I should feel and what I should be able to do. So it took a long time actually in the beginning to break through being in a different body but not being in a different body. Mm. <laughs> like that was a real trip and it was really hard in the beginning and I wasn't having fun and that's what skating's all about for me is like feeling really good with what I'm doing. So at, at first it, it was not easy. And it actually, honestly, 
wasn't until um, this last August that I returned to California because I was in Peru with my wife um, recovering, essentially. Um, that was like one of the biggest parts. Um, but I wasn't skating very much at all because when I would go, I just wasn't having <laughs> a good experience. Um, but then when I got back to California, uh, I started skating a lot more and I was going to these uh, Wednesday night skates up in Northern California. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, uh, and, and Sunnyvale. And I was around other skaters and then it started to just come back. Like, like I had re-plugged in and I could start to feel my kind of, uh, my mojo kind mm -hmm. of yeah, yeah. <laughs> coming back. Mm -hmm. And then I was going every single Wednesday and skating like three days a week. And then I started to really feel in my body and feel really good again. Um, and then as soon as that started coming up, coming back, um, I started to feel confident. I started to feel a lot happier. And then I immediately started setting up trips because uh, I had kind of like come back into myself. And normally my whole kind of style for the last 20 whatever years has been like traveling and skating and going skating with different people and traveling all over. And I started to feel that bug again and it just like took over. So I started planning trips. And I like planned three trips. Um, one of those was Puerto Rico, where I was with Austin. Um, and those trips actually were to help me prepare for this um, event. Because being out in public and being with a lot of people is just uh, can be very difficult for my nervous system, like the way my body just reacts to stimulus now. So it's pretty overwhelming. Like at Blading Cup, it was equally beautiful as it was just like terrifyingly overwhelming because there's so much love and so many people to see, but it was just like boom, 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 boom. So I was also a bit nervous to come to this. Um, but yeah, I had to break the ice somehow. And I really wanted to skate good there as well, but it was hard. Um, you skated good. Yeah, I skated okay, but I didn't. I wasn't able to skate as good as I wanted to because I had been skating so much. Right, right. Um, but it was just overstimulated. Um, but that was a good thing to do. Um, you feel like that was good for you to like kind of break into everything again? Yeah, I had to. Even though it was like draining on you, because we were supposed to have you on the show. Yeah. Then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let me share. Let me. Okay, I want to share that story. Go ahead. Okay, so like I got the blading cup, and it was like. I just was like trying to go eat food, but like everyone's there at Blading Cup like this. Um, and a lot of people I haven't seen in a long time, and especially after this event happened. And it was just like hug and tears after hug and tears after like hugging someone and crying, hugging someone and crying, straight to hugging and crying another person. It was like boom, 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 boom. And at one point I couldn't even go to the premiere of EOS because I like went to the bathroom and I was my friend Ariel was there uh, and I was just like yo Ariel I have to leave and I just had to leave and just I couldn't like look at another person I just had to like go because mm -hmm. um, it was just too much um, and then the next day was Blading Cup and that was like the same thing on repeat just seeing so many people and I want to see people because I love seeing people because I love 
rollerblading and I love rollerbladers and like I feel so connected to y'all and like rollerblading is like my family and has been and has supported my life and has made me who I am um, since I was 12 years old. Um, so I wanted to do it. Um, wait, where were we at? We, uh, the, I don't no, know. Oh, yeah. The so, the okay, so then there was the Brandon Negretti barbecue. And the following day. The following, the following day, the third so day. So you're already, like, exhausted. Yeah, I'm already <laughs> yeah. exhausted. But I saw Lonnie, and when I get together with Lonnie Gallegos, who does feet, you know, all the sections I've done with feet, it's like an instant mode I want to get into and just, like, film and get clips and stuff. And he showed up, and then I started skating with him and filming with him. And then I was doing a trick, and then I, like, fell and hit my knee and just my body just like broke down and was just like no more no more and i had to leave and my body was like shaking like like this and i couldn't control it and it like freaked out and i was supposed to do a podcast this podcast <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um that day but i couldn't even like look at another person i had to like lay down in the back of a car for like three hours and just like adjust to everything um so we were supposed to do the podcast, yeah, but I'm yeah. actually happy that I'm doing it here with you guys right this now. This is a cooler, yeah, yeah, this is definitely yeah. a cooler event to be doing it at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were secretly saving it, yeah. secretly yeah. saving it. So what's the status on it now on your head? Because you have some other stuff going on. Too. Yeah, so the most recent update is, so I got back to California and then I started to have like a, a kind of almost like a, a pimple or like bulge coming out of the front of my head. Um, and I went to, a, I went to my doctor and I was like, what's up with this? Like, what do I do with this? And he like looked at me and he kind of laughed. And he's like, well, have you tried to pop it? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but then that night I went home and I did. And there's a piece of metal poking out of the front of my head. Like for a year and a half, it's been making its way back out the hole. Maybe not the... Because it's still in there. Yeah, because it's yeah. still in there. Because at the time when I got back, they couldn't do the surgery because of where it was. And I guess brain surgery is a pretty uh, complex thing. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> For reasons <laughs> unknown. <laughs> yeah. So... So uh, they couldn't do it at that time. So for the last year, it's been just like pushing itself out, which is your brain's pushing the bullet out, dude. Which is which is <laughs> how strong is your brain? Like, which is really hilarious yeah. because I, when I was in the hospital, I was joking with like my cousin and my friends that like I'm gonna just I'm gonna just try and Wolverine this shit like out like <laughs> Wolverine like one of my favorite comic characters growing yeah, up. He's the best. And apparently that's what's been happening for the last year. <laughs> it's, so it's a slower process, but it's still Wolverine. Uh, so then I got an X-ray, another X-ray done, and then I got referred to a, a neuro neurosurgeon. And he looked at the thing and he said that I need to get a surgery now, which I'm getting next month. And they're basically gonna freaking, and I'll just be completely real with y'all, they're just gonna like cut up and across and down and like peel back and cut a window in my skull and then take it out. So I have that coming up after this. <laughs> not, I mean, not after this, but after, <laughs> after this trip. After this trip. Yeah. yeah. I've got a pretty packed schedule these days. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then after that, you're going to have no more bullet in your head? Yeah, yeah. No more bullet. Yeah, yeah. No and then what's the recovery like on that? Do you even know? Just like two weeks. It's two true. weeks? Yeah. Because yeah. He, as you were saying, like, it's like a more, as obviously saying, it's Wolverine. brain surgery, but you were saying it's like more of a minor. Yeah, one yeah. In from, comparison. From what I've been told, In the spectrum of simple. brain surgery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's still brain surgery, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God damn, that's wild. Which, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm not horribly nervous about it but some moments i'm you know i kind of think about it and i get a little scared as which is pretty normal yeah pretty standard. Mm-hmm. yeah um but then it'll be out and i'll have some screws and some plates and some things screws and plates yeah are they in there now or no that's coming after no because they have to cut a square out and they gotta and like make something to repair and the square and then you're gonna have real fun going to the airport every time you have to the, travel the square back <laughs> yeah yeah oh man yeah, that's some wild shit. It Real wild shit. My life is a wild thing. Let me tell y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you I've just, just accept been, it now. I've just been riding it the best I can. Yeah, you just accept it now. I can the whole remember. time Puerto Rico, you're just like, oh, this is it. This is what it is. Yeah. No matter what was happening. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I mean, first thing again, thanks for sharing everything. This yeah. is yeah. amazing, yeah. and I know it's super personal. So thank you. Well, I mean, I, you know. Y'all and everyone out there is the whole reason I'm even here. I would, you know, so I, I like to share as what I can, what, totally. I'm, what I'm able to. I know there was a lot of updates on like the GoFundMe and stuff like that, but I, I know you weren't consciously there for it. But like the process to get you from Peru to San Francisco, was that like you had to get airlifted from where you were to Lima or something like that? Like what was that? No, I had to get. A plane flown from the states, I think it was California, mm. to where to I was in Iquitos, so I was like in the jungle basically, and then get picked up from there and brought back. So you didn't have to go anywhere else in Peru. You stayed like in the town that you were in. Okay. Yeah. I thought which, you had like multiple trips. Well, they had to get out of no. the, the jungle. No, yeah, they yeah. just yeah, took, just no, the they just picked me up and took me from there. From the hospital, though, right? Yeah. 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 Wow. That's wow. a wild ass ride. Yeah. I guess there was like lightning storms and all kinds of shit. <laughs> but my, they told you stories. My cousin, my cousin Joaquin was telling me. Uh, Who came with you? Your cousin came with my you. My cousin, on that trip? my cousin Joaquin, and my father came and picked me up oh. and flew me back. Damn. Yeah, they were warriors. Um, this is an incredible, a bit. I think we want to, if we could, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Open it up. Yeah. To like some people who might have questions in the audience. Yeah. But first, I want to say <laughs> you could follow us on Instagram. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Everybody, if you don't have, I'm not going to do that. Already following us, open up your Instagram now and follow us. <laughs> no, but we have uh, yeah. we have a mic here for anybody who has any particular questions for Rob or anything yeah. like that. You want to ask? If we got one right here. Oh, yeah. Yo, yo, yo. How was it to meet Jonas again? And hang around. Oh man! man. Wow. That's right. I it was unbelievable. Wow. Yeah, I was... It's a party of travels now. Basic. So let me rewind a little bit because this pertains to his question. I was just in Arizona with Matthew Ledoux and Jonas Hansen. They're filming a section and just blown away by Matthew. He hasn't skated street in like years and he just felt like making a section. And so that's what he did. I mean, I think he's still, I think he left today. But he's a really good friend of mine, an amazing human being, and it was just unbelievable to watch him. Like, it's, he's a real artist, like, with what he does. 
So a lot of the time I was just like watching. And then Jonas is a real artist with what he does. So put them together and it was just mind blowing. Like I am really excited for all you guys to see Matthew Ledoux on rollerblades. He is unbelievable. He should have came out to this thing. That yeah, would have been he, incredible to see him skate this course. But, yeah, I mean, I love Ma- Matthew Ledoux. is like a brother to me, so I just love him, and I love being around him and with him. He's an incredible human being just in general, so that was a real gift for me to see him do his thing. We got one in the back. Ah, oh, my question. God. Who's, who's that T-Dog? That. Oh, oh, yes. Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Dave Payne of VG. Let's <laughs> <laughs> give it up. <laughs> oh. Oh. I got to come all the way in Amsterdam to see you. <laughs> Dude, you do. All right, question. When the incident happened, it was a unifying moment for Rollerblading with the GoFundMe. When did that hit you? How did it make you feel with all that support and what happened with that mm. whole rallying behind you, not just spiritually, but also financially? So, you know, in terms of work, uh, aside from being at a retreat and rollerblading, rollerblading, I pretty much gave my life to rollerblading a long time ago. And that's been the only thing I've ever done basically for the majority of my life and the only kind of financial support that I've had. So it's coming out of this surgery and everything and just coming back to feeling normal in my body um, did and does require a lot of time. So this financial support really has just helped me be able to freaking sit here right now and look at you guys um, and smile at Dave Payne's sweet ass. <laughs> I love you too, Dave. Dave Payne is a big reason why I'm sitting here also. Thank you, Dave. It was, ac- <laughs> it was actually pretty funny because the day that we were supposed to do your podcast, we did Dave Payne's podcast and Dave was like, Yo, can I just sit in for Rob's, man? I just want to, like, hang on and just be there for that. And now he finally is here doing that, but just in Amsterdam instead of uh, Long Beach, California. So you made it. Good to see you. Awesome. We'll catch up later. Uh, <laughs> in the middle of something. Uh, did anybody else have a I question? Think we do, like, one or two more if anyone wants to do one. If not, cool. anyone else? Oh, Dominic Bruce. Meditation is a big one. Just the simple act of being able to be with myself, to be completely present with myself no matter what I'm feeling and uh, be okay with whatever I happen to be going through in any given moment because sometimes things come up mentally, I mean like in anyone's life, mentally and emotionally they just come strong and so to practice being able to be completely present with those things that come and not wanting to distract myself. I mean, I still do that, of course, but allowing myself to be completely present with whatever decides to happen in my life, um, that's been super helpful. Um, 
I like to run. Running has been helpful. Running a lot of walking. I've probably walked like a million miles. Just like if I'm feeling something, oh shit, uh, you know, let me. I need to take a walk. <laughs> um, friends, family, family support has just my dad, my sister, uh, my wife was there. Like she was probably one of the most pinnacle points of my recovery. Um, because she got to see me in all my shades and colors, you know, all my, not just like happy Rob, but like fucking depressed Rob and anxiety filled Rob. And, um, you know, it's, I've experienced like the full range of all of those kind of things as well. And have not been the easiest person to be around, (laughs) but she probably was the only one to, to genuinely see those aspects of me um so she was extremely helpful um and then actually just all the comments online uh that i've received messages um when i got out you know i tried to read and respond to as many as i could but there were quite a lot but um just all the love and and comments from from people really was really amazing just to fit it's crazy to be able to just read some words on the internet and just have them affect you in such like a positive way. So your words mean something, you know, like your comments, everything that you put on the internet is real. Like there's actually no separate separation between real life and the internet. Like the internet is a part of life. So what you do there matters. Um, it really does, and it has an incredible and profound effect. Um, so thank you, everyone, that really reached out and shared with me uh, during that time, and still does during this time, because people still do. And um, so that's been a huge part. Um, Great question. Great answer. <laughs> Unless, unless someone has something else, that seems like a pretty... Um well, I wanted to say, like, what step of the recovery process are you at now? Because, you know, in Puerto Rico that week, like, you were smiles the entire time. You seemed like you were back to normal. Is there anything else that you have to do? I guess the anxiety might be an um, issue. Yeah, you know... <laughs> See? Gra- All week in Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've really learn how to laugh at myself and my experience and not take it so damn seriously as much as I can, Mm -hmm. but just laugh at it all. Uh, Being in grocery stores is really difficult. (laughs) (laughs) Elaborate on that. (laughs) Just because, you know, there's so much going on. Any situation, actually, where there's a lot of people um, is still very challenging, and sometimes Mm -hmm. I just got to... Leave, and I was worried that I might have to do that in this, but I think I'm doing pretty good. No, you're good. You're good. Yeah, yeah. Um, just sometimes there's some social anxiety because I also feel just extremely sensitive more than I was before to everything, like especially people um, and emotions of other people, and so that's kind of a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Where I'm at in my recovery is like um, 
<laughs> just getting a hang of being me. <laughs> it might sound like a weird thing, but like, but like for the longest time, for like almost a year, I actually didn't feel fully in my body yet and that was just a weird feeling and it's hard to describe um like i didn't feel like i landed and i was here in this thing like every i could see everyone talking to me and treating me like this guy rob but inside i didn't feel like that at all so i'm still integrating that as well um i mean i feel like myself but who that person is has changed dramatically. And so welcoming in all of that change and allowing myself to be different every freaking moment of my, my life <laughs> and um, to accept myself, to accept all the aspects of myself because every part of myself has come up um, and still does. So I'm just in a constant, uh, I'm just kind of in a constant journey of loving the hell out of myself <laughs> 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 and learning what that means and how to do that. So along those lines, I don't even know if you know the answer to this one, but like what is the future hold for Rob G now besides the, the surgery after that? Um, anything you're trying to accomplish in particular? Yeah, well, I'm planning to rollerblade a lot, and I really like traveling, so I really want to do that and be present more in rollerblading in terms of filming and making things and producing things. Um, when I get back, I'm going to you know, be hanging out with Lonnie Gallegos, and we want to do some things. We have some, th some things in mind that we want to do. Um, so just hooking up with events like this just skating and having fun um coming more back into myself as a rollerblader um and feeling comfortable in that and then also expanding on my own skating because i'm still kind of relearning and recovering everything right now i'm still in that process and i would like to elaborate even further on that mm -hmm. in my skating and and come back more and be present with all of you guys because this is what i love to do actually mm -hmm. yeah it's good to see you back and good to yeah. see you coming to all the events and stuff shit too because that makes a huge difference as well mm. thank you <laughs> yeah i think that's a really good place to end it and thank you for sharing that look at all that support Look at that. <laughs> we love you, Rob G. Oh, I love Anything you guys else you want so to say? Much. Anything else you want to say to these beautiful people out here? Yeah. Words no, of wisdom? Any, any last words? I love Europe. I love European skating, and I'm happy to be back here with you all right now. Um, wow. So much love in the room. Yeah. All right. Well, everybody, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Peace. Thank you, guys. Thank you.